A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, it is the Instant Match Reaction Show. It was Man City 1, it was Liverpool 1 at the Etihad. I'm Paul Machin, I'm joined by Ross Chandley for this one. Uh, some big talking points to get through in the game, of course. Um, Liverpool taking away a point. Probably the happier, maybe, of the two. Maybe, that's up to you to decide that. But we'll definitely talk through some of the things, including the penalty instance um, that nearly gave Manchester City the lead if it wasn't for Kevin De Bruyne. Absolutely screwing it wide. Um, Liverpool lost the possession battle, but won the shots and shots on targets and corners battle, if there is such a thing as well. Um, and also won the fouls battle. Is that a battle? It's fine. Um, we're going to talk through all those things in a moment. Uh, but first, we are brought to you in association with our wonderful partner, CyberGhost. Here's a little from Chris on them. This video is supported by CyberGhost VPN, my favorite VPN, the one I trust with hiding my IP address, encrypting my internet connection and turning me into a ghost while I'm online. CyberGhost gets it, they love sports, we love sports, you love sports, and we need to keep ourselves secure when we are watching our favorite things online. So if you prefer to watch your favorite TV via a fire stick, you can now enjoy all of your favorite channels and sporting matches in one place securely with CyberGhost VPN. And they have a track record of keeping no logs and over 36 million people worldwide trust them with their digital privacy. Their extensive network includes thousands of servers located in 90 countries. You're spoiled for choice and Redmen TV viewers will get 79% off 79% by going to cyberghostvpn.com forward slash Redmen TV the link is in the video description as well hide yourself online unblock websites and most of all stay safe fantastic stuff and thank you so much to CyberGhost VPN there just to point out that with that incredible discount that you guys get through that link uh, it makes it just £2.15 per month which is absolutely nothing not just to provide yourself security but also opens up a wealth of options for you uh, for video viewing on the world wide web um, Ross Liverpool Man City one all um, we had a comment that came in while we were, while we were uh, kicking things off from Sam Hammond he said Man City were there for the taking Um I don't know. I, 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 we could have won that game, certainly. I think all told, I think given the balance, I think, I think given the penalty, miss penalty as well, you know, it, the game could easily have gone either way. So all told, I'm kind of okay with the point. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I think 
I agree with that comment to an extent, but I think what we spoke about during the game was the fact that Man City have set up completely different to what I've seen before. And therefore, the taking, I understand, because they were so defensive. But they were defensive for a reason. That's the way that Liverpool set up, the way that Liverpool approached the game. I think Man City were wary, possibly scary, of um, how Liverpool set up and and just thought, you know, it can't be expansive, it can't be open. In that sense, Liverpool probably could have done a bit more doing that. But in doing so, you're opening yourself up to a counter-attack. And that's exactly what Manchester City did. They had limited chances, yeah. limited options. But when they did have them, it was win the ball back, go. Klopp was keen to point out in his post-match interview actually how that's like the least opportunities Man City have, have had yeah. against us. Now some of that is actually Man City, that's a bit what they've been like so far this season. They have been a bit more blunder, a bit more um, robust defensively, but not necessarily the attack and threat that they were. But who cares? Like he's saying, like he's saying, look, we've beaten Liverpool more comprehensive, uh, we've beaten City more comprehensively than this before, but they've created more opportunities against us, which is throwing it into the lap of the gods. And he also said, and it's telling that he talked about the way they were set up, because again, Pep Guardiola was keen to stress Liverpool had four up front. Klopp was keen to stress that he asked the two wide men to basically drop in and do the, do defensive duties. And he said it's telling that there was a period that we referenced in the game where we just kind of lost our shape a little bit. And that was the spell in which the goal came and the penalty came from as well. Um, but he only said it's like 10 minutes and then we got re- recovered ourselves. And, and look, it really, when you look at it on the balance of it, I don't, City didn't do too much a lot of our anxiety comes from the fact that it's Man City and they can yeah but they didn't no I think the way the way they did get chances was in that first half I think they had a period of maybe 20-25 minutes I think De Bruyne well it leads to their goal De Bruyne is picking up spaces in front of our front line but across across so we, you know it's, it's hard to mark you can't man mark him you know he's, he's in behind Gene he's in behind Hendo um, and we gave him too much space twice so in quick succession as well um, that's where they got most of their joy but besides that I think Liverpool were equally um, wary of what Manchester City can do and you have to be because they're a very good side they're very well organised they like to go and get forward okay they don't didn't have Riyad Mahrez or Aguero in there but they still have threats you know and particularly you know as far as Kevin as long as Kevin De Bruyne's on that pitch you have to do your best, and you can't always do that. I think you, you said it to nullify him as much as you can. It's impossible to do it for ninety minutes. Well, there's him as well. There's him definitely. He's like one of the best players in the world. Yeah. He's probably the best midfielder in, in the Premier League. I'm sure Thiago will have something to say about that coming throughout the, the course of the season, of course. But I think it's um, it's telling. Like Raheem Sterling, we talked about him. We handled him really well. Like he tore us apart in this game in restart, and I think the whole the whole thing kind of that restart game. I think totally informs how this game goes because yes, Liverpool technically have more bodies on the pitch, but they also set up far more securely. Again, there was four men in midfield for a, for lots of that game for the for the team, and it was more than a line, you know. In, in again four four two ish than than the more compact three that maybe we do sometimes, but it was. Neither team, I think both teams went for it in their own ways, but both teams showed a lot of respect because also both teams knew that they couldn't afford. City are not soft, Guardiola's not soft. He's not, as much as the press were keen to hype up City's win at the end of last season and what a message it sent to the rest of it, it did not. It was a game, and you mentioned it, they were still pissed when they played that (laughs) game last time, having just won the league. Um, But they're both aware of... Because Klopp's seen it with with Aston Villa and Man City have seen it in a couple of the struggles they've had in, in, in games this season. If either side runs away with that match, 
at this point of the season, it sends a big message to the league. It says that Liverpool are vulnerable. It says that Liverpool are not necessarily leaders, and it also says Man City are the same team as last season if they get if they get trounced. And I think that was that was evident. And some of it was handled in our respect. Like John Matter, I thought had a good game. I thought Trent was having a good game up until up until his injury as well. Gomez was having a pretty good game. Andy Robertson was great. Um, so we handled them, but also I don't think either team. Through everything at the game, no, and I don't think you can. Um, you know, we've, we've already discussed that the threats of Manchester City, but you don't want to embarrass yourself, which I think is kind of what you're getting at. I think we have to remember that Trent is a defender, and I think there'll be some frustration with, with some fans at the fact that he didn't get forward as much, or he didn't provide as much. But first and foremost, he's a defender, that's one of the things that he gets criticized for. And right, the 10, first 10 15 minutes. Man City looked to get Raheem Stern on the ball and drive at Trent, and I thought he dealt with that very well. Um, I think you have the communication and the support of Matip coming back in, which we discussed on the build about and during the game. The fact that I thought he was excellent, the fact that he didn't play midweek, you know, be it 10, 15 minutes, relatively rusty. Okay, one or two wayward passes. I think he ended up, you know, passes to Guardiola at one point in the game. But, you know, the fact that you still, you still got to put, pump your chest out in these games, haven't you? And you know, not do anything stupid, not concede anything, and for a game that was, you know, it says it the amount of shots that Manchester City had, we reduced them to nothing. Mm-hmm. But it was still an intense and entertaining game. Mm-hmm. Somehow, you know, most entertaining one-one that I've, I think I might have seen in my lifetime. I think it's it's again, we always talk about recency bias, and you kind of remember the more the stuff that happened most recently in, in the football matches, what that means. And I think it's interesting that Liverpool. Dominate like the sofa scores do this great thing with it. It's like the the the, the attacking um, threat or whatever on going throughout throughout the match, like attacking momentum. And Liverpool largely dominates. The City have their spells, of course they do, because they're a, they're a brilliant side. But it was building. It, when you look at it in the second half, and we remember in the I think a lot of people talk about, talk about the second half and did this in the match reactions, like it was a bit of a negative performance. We were actually doing well. We started yeah. the second half really brightly again, and it was another one we said we could just do with scoring here, just to kind of put a put a marker on things or put an exclamation point in what we're doing. But the substitution didn't work. Taking Bobby off didn't make us better, and then losing Trent Alexander Arnold, so we ended up with a, a completely new right hand side, and I think that hampered us. And I think they reached the point there because there's when you're playing on the counter and, you, and they they didn't leave lots of spaces in behind for us to exploit on the counter, which you mentioned there was very sensible. But there was a couple of chances where we do break, and it breaks to Milner. And Manny's the Manny's making a run, and Milner knows he can't play that ball, so he doesn't. Whereas Trent might not make the ball, but he knows yeah. he can, so he does try them. And look, these are small fractional percentages; these need to be perfect, perfect balls passed. But Trent has that capability, and it stopped us having that in yeah. our harmony. And, and that's the difference when you play in a Manchester City because they are so good. Everything has to be one hundred percent. I think you mentioned it in, in commentary. You have to be brave in what Liverpool do, especially when you're on the front foot and you're going forward. Everything against a team on City has to be 100%. Now, if Milner makes that pass that you're talking about and he loses it, you're going, oh, fucking hell, what are you doing that for? But, you know, it's equally fine to retain the possession. Okay, you lose momentum in your attack and, you know, Man City are able to get bodies back in which they did. But I'll just go back to it, the fact that of all the times we played Manchester City, they've never played like that against us. And the fact that, you know, maybe it's respect or concern of just nullifying Liverpool to do what we do. But um, uh, the onus might have been on them to, to kind of win that game. Maybe, maybe they're happy with the point. Yeah, I think I think they are... Yeah, I don't... I, 
I don't think they will be. Um, and I, I, I think they'll be happy that look, both but teams they won't will be happy. Miss a penalty. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Luckily, the game was theirs to be ta- to be taken because of that. But they um, they'll be made up. They've not gotten battered the same way. And not that it was on, by the way. By both teams are just made up. But they commit those bodies forward. Those, you know, particularly the, with the front four that we had on. Yeah, those well, this, opportunities. This is a new evolution of Man City, and I, I've seen a, I, some City fans commenting in the build-up show about that, about like their attacks not clicking, but the, the defense is loads better, and you got that sense, you know, they defended a bit better. And yet, you know, again, look at the opener that game. We carved through them. Yeah. They really couldn't live with us in that opening spell. And and I, I, again, the point is, is and it's been made in, in the comments here. Yeah, We've got to take them chances. Get it. We, I mean, look, we get an early goal from the penalty, so we we do, you know. And you've got that. That's cool. But we really could have done with just. It needed one more, one more moment to be capitalised upon. And there's a couple of times where we got the right men in the box. We overloaded them. We got. We, we engineered these situations brilliantly. And that's the best first half I've seen. And it was not in four three three in quite a, quite a very long time. Um, the one where it, it, it falls to Trent and it shouldn't have to be worked to Trent because someone prior in that move should just be able to get a shot off. But Trent gets a shot off and it goes on, it bounces off Edison, it goes under his legs and he's able to just get a hand on it before Jota gets in there. On another day, you know, those kind of things go for you, but they don't. And, and you said it right, against Manchester City... You need those moments of perfection. Think about the Fabinho goal last season. That's yeah. like a bolt from the blue. I know he then does it against Crystal Palace, but they're they're a rarity. Um, Oxley Chamberlain has a couple of really good goals against them, but goals from outside the box are not to be relied upon. They are very fractional chances when it comes to things. So you need big people to take the big opportunities. Um, and City actually had, in some regards, they had a little bit of luck with the Gabriel Jesus one. Then they had a load of bad luck because Kevin De Bruyne missing from the spot. Who's who's, who's counting on that? Um, I think on the balance of it, yeah, I think we played, we were the better sides, but, you know, so I think they will probably be happy that we've not capitalised more on that, but they'll also probably be disappointed because for the final 10 minutes, the onus was all on City to go and win the game and they didn't really get anywhere near us when they were trying to do it. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. No, I think one of the words you mentioned there was was luck was a huge part of that, and particularly for Liverpool. You know, we can talk about you know being 100% and, you know, picking that key pass or whatever else. And, you know, it's difficult when Man City have got loads of bodies in the box, but also there's new opportunities for Liverpool. You mentioned one there with Trent where it just bobbled the wrong way or the second ball didn't fall to Liverpool and, you know, there was a free kick and, you know, there was, it wasn't on the referee, but I think there was one or two moments where the referee wasn't 100% in that game and I was getting a bit frustrated. You need those moments to go for in the games and kind of that can that can change things or change the dimension and you get a, I don't know, a quick pass away, whatever else, but everything just seemed to just, just go against us in that, in that sense or, you know, the, the quality wasn't there and then towards the end, like you said, Man City going for it, I think tiredness played a, a key for both sides in that game because... Yeah. I just started writing my player ratings there, and I said it was a slog. But mm. a slog is in two heavyweights, just like going punch for punch, and at yeah. the end, just like just both spunked all the chances, all their energy, and got fucking hell, like I've <laughs> got nothing left in us. Well, that was it. The way we were set up kind of gave us no more, no other gear to go to, yeah. unfortunately, um, because of the because of the system. We'd have had to change the system, I think, to get more. And I think we just weren't able to do that. And I think maybe this is Cater's fitness or a lack of trust for Cater, because Cater would have been a nailed-on player for this for this game last season. Because we, was, we've been grooming him for these transformative performances in midfield. But equally, no Fabinho makes the big difference to, to, to us in this. And I think that's one of the things that why we go with the formation we go with. Because I've seen people say Jota should have um, should have started, should have come off the bench. It would have suited him. I completely agree. This game was much <laughs> more... <laughs> Can't win. No, no, no. no, 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 to start. no but 100%. But the, point, but the point, I agree. Because bringing Shaq on is... Yeah. He was he's worse. He was worse than Bobby Firmino. He doesn't play in the same position, but he's he's a bits and pieces player. And I think he would probably have suited the him and Jota sub again, like we saw against Sheffield United. I think is it changes that gives us more drive and impetus. But and that's to have that that is mainly dependent on having Jota coming off the bench. I actually would have liked to see that, but the reason we've done that is because we're light in midfield. Because if Fabinho's available, I think we play 4-3-3 and we do use Jota off the bench or we do, you know, I think we do. And that's a much more sensible all-round approach to this game. Um, but we went, we went, we both sides went for it in the first half. City had nothing really on the bench. You know, they, they, had, they had Foden and they decided not to bring him mm. on in the end. Didn't have Mares on the bench. You know, Aguero's not fit. Sane doesn't play for them anymore. They, and, you know, and, and Torres is just getting getting up to, up to speed. And all. They had their best forwards on the pitch, and we had our best forwards on the pitch. And when when that ran out, it meant that there was nothing more to add to add to the game. So we can say we could do it a different way, but for some reason we didn't want Naby Keita in that game. And we didn't want, and it was too much for Curtis Jones. We just played ninety odd minutes in the midweek, which is a factor in that regard. And we didn't want Milner in midfield for this game, and it almost worked because we could have in the two spells at the start of either half, we could have won that game, but for but for fine margins. Um, we got some super chats that have come in while we've been doing this. Uh, Joel George says, "Don't bash me, but I'm losing trust in Firmino." Uh, Joel, whatever, mate. I mean, look, I, I'm sorry that that's the case. I can't. Firmino's all right. He's he's, he's been a world class player for us. He's not in world class form at the moment, but he's still a world class player because a couple of eight eight games into a season does not define a, a, a person's career, unfortunately. The huge difference in that, sorry, is the fact that there's someone else in a conversation 
Now that Firmino's here and you're looking at the, you know, the, the shinier thing that they're over yeah, there I'll, in Jota. Yeah, that, definitely. And again, I, I just, we were worse without when Firmino went off the pitch, which is a note of encouragement for Firmino anyway. Uh, Leon Geary thought Matip was brilliant. Uh, good point. Yeah, I thought Matip was really good coming back into the, 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 the big trick now is just to keep him wrapped up over the international break. We've got Leicester when we come back from that and obviously the Champions League comes back as well. Um, I thought I, this is the thing. I saw someone in the comments as well saying we you could see we miss Van Dyke. I couldn't see that. I didn't see that from our performance. I mean, you can in some what you miss from Virgil Van Dyke is that he plays the ball like a like a cultured midfielder. So it's the it's the big game changing shifts when he just bangs one into the corner perfectly to one of our players. You would miss that, and any football team would miss that. But we've not I don't we've not missed him today because look, Gomez is really good and Matip's really good, and they had a really good game. Collectively, um, I, I think largely. Um, we've got one more super chat if I can just find it. Josh Hunter, uh, if someone said to me before the game, one more draw at the Etihad without Van Dyke, and you'd also be five points ahead of them having played City away, I'd have taken it. Yeah, and, and that's that's a point. Look, they've got their game in hand to play, so it would have been nice to put a bit more distance. But at this, I don't think this season's going to be wrapped up in December like it was last year. Yeah, but I do think. It's it will be a. I don't think the game the season will go to the last game either. I think the league will be decided in probably March, late March, and all the big teams who've played loads and loads of footy. If they survive, what have they got left in the tank and all that kind of stuff? And then you get a world where players head start to look towards the Euros in the summer and, and whether they're available for that and all these kind of factors. If they're even on, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's lots and lots of things that will come, but at the moment. The big thing about it is making sure all we've done is maintain that gap to Man City because I do think it will be between us and City come the end of the season. Leicester will probably put it, make a better fist of it this year because they've they've had a year to learn on their mistakes. They've got the same good players and they've added other good players and Rodgers more experience. I think Leicester will be a force. I think Spurs will be a force because Mourinho's a, Mourinho's a good manager provided they keep Kane and Son fit. They should be absolutely, they'll be good as well. The rest of the pack are a bit, Chelsea, United, Arsenal. Less so now, Everton, because I think that's, I think, you know, yeah. Um, Spunk too early, didn't you? Yeah, maybe. Um, it'd be fun. I just think it's between us and City. And again, you can't know this now, but, you know, if, if we, I've said this on a couple of places now, if we go and get three points against them at Anfield, that's probably a four, that's a that's a three point gap between us on that. That, that could be enough on itself. <laughs> The gap might actually be more than that by the time we get to that game. Yeah, and it's also a good result on reflection of the teams that we've already played so far this season. You know, we eight, eight games in, we played Leeds, Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester City. You know, we, it's pretty good going. Villa, who, if they won their two games in hand, would be top of the league now as well. But everything's been skewed by that. I saw loads of people last week talking about the goals conceded and whatever else. There was one freak game which has just been exacerbated about what Liverpool have, you know, have gone through over the past few weeks. I think we're, we find ourselves in a good position. There was loads of talk before the season started. It might be, you know, 60, 70, nearer 80 points to kind of win a league this season. Well, if it's 80 points on one of those is away at Manchester City, on a, given any normal season, you're saying that's a really good point away. It's just, obviously, tomorrow will be, will be better on, on reflection once you've had some time to kind of take it in. Um, but I think it, I think it's a good point. That's our... That- this is the biggest game in footy at the moment. Yeah, like it's the most the most difficult game. It's that you know, there's, there's it's now got a, such a heated sort of thing going around it, and we also know now that those games almost ex- almost exclusively decide where the league title goes. I mean, think back to us losing out by a point. It's millimeters in that game of a ball crossing the line. Yeah, is the difference. If that crosses the line, we win the league. I mean, yeah, butterfly effect notwithstanding. Um, That's the interesting thing of the 
of uh, said it in comments. Some Manchester City fans said that they didn't win the league because Laporte was injured. But Liverpool can go, you know, strength to strength without their their centre half and get a point away at Manchester City. Yeah. Again, it's it's a good good result. Yeah, absolutely. And the good thing is, is that um, not only did Liverpool maintain the gap over Manchester City, we joined second in the Premier League after after a ridiculously intensive start to the campaign. We've played out we're tough. We would also it's worth remembering because Sky forgets to fucking throw this in because they haven't got the Champions League rights, so they don't talk about the Champions League in, in the same way anymore. But we've we're top of our Champions League group. And we're second in the Premier League, a bait, bait with goal difference in, in third. <laughs> Sound. The season is going well. When you factor all the bits that we've had to struggle through as well so far, provided Trent doesn't, isn't out for a long time, because that would, that would be a real blow to how we play. Um, if you can get Fabinho back, if we can get Thiago back and we get Trent back in the coming weeks, all of a sudden it's, it's Virgil and Ox who are the ones who are missing. And we're in, we're in a stronger position as well, I think, to be. Yeah, I think when people go back and watch the game and they see how well we played, all told, I think Man City will be more concerned that that game because I think they, they, you're right, they will probably feel like if, you know, on another day, we actually could have. Yeah, we could have beaten them more conclusively. Um, right, there's still loads of talking points from this game. Of course, I, I, we didn't have chance to talk about the Joe Gomez handball penalty incident. Obviously, it's not as pivotal as it, as it could have been, but it's a massive talking point. Gomez covered it really well. We'll discuss that on the final word show on Monday. Is there any other topics that we haven't discussed that you want us to discuss on that show from the game? Let me know in the comments, uh, and I'll pick up on them. We do 60 minutes. It is available to uh, YouTube members uh, at club captain and club legend level, and it's also available to people who subscribe to the Red Men TV in addition to the massive back catalogue of interviews with Liverpool players past and present documentaries and weekly produced content as well so do go and sign up for all that stuff uh, yes do go and check out uh, Cybercrust of course the link will be in the description underneath and it will be the pinned uh, comment as well um, later on after the video is wrapped up uh, but other than that yes amazing uh, yeah we love to see you guys thank you so much for joining us I hope everyone has had a wonderful weekend and, and know that like in a weekend where Man United won and all we know is that it just means that oh, I'll get to stay at the helm even longer and be shit for them. Oh, what, a, what a good old weekend it was. Uh, it could have been better, but it could have been a much, much worse weekend. So, yeah, we'll take that as we go into the international break. We've got you covered. Make sure you sign up to all the things we've discussed uh, and keep you entertained in this break. And we'll be back very, very soon. Ta-da. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.